return you now to your regularly scheduled program. Hey everybody, this is Josh Martin. And I'm Marty Hyde. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Tattoos and Jesus podcast. I am very happy to be here. Here at TNJ, we seek to blend the righteous with the ridiculous. Please explain. We discuss coffee, counseling, Christianity, and whatever else crosses our mind. We hope you enjoy. Okay, let's go. Welcome back, everybody. To another episode of Tattoos and Jesus. Christmas edition numero dos. Yeah, numero dos. Um, we have some some big, big, big news today. No, we don't. We do really we? don't. No, we don't at all. But we do have the Spotify wrapped and the Apple replay traditional Christmas roundup. We do. Listen, before we get into that, I want to dive straight into our coffee review. Have you tried this stuff yet? Nope. So last week, we tried Starbucks Holiday Blend and universally agreed that it was delicious coffee. I've actually made some more this week when you were out on Monday. Delicious coffee doesn't taste holiday at all. There's no spruce trees or whatever that those flavors were. Spruce and so, trees. Mm-hmm, but you mentioned that Starbucks had a gingerbread blend that might taste more Christmassy. Okay. And so I went to Starbucks to get their gingerbread coffee blend for this week's episode. Okay. And they didn't have any of it either. Okay. <laughs> and so what we have... Is uh, this is actually this is an old friend, an old friend made with a Christmas variation from Starbucks. Starbucks, an instant, old friend, instant Christmas blend. Mm. What's it called? What's the name of it? Christmas blend. It just literally says instant. Back blend. again and filled with cheer. Starbucks Christmas blend is here. So when was it last summer that we tried instant coffee? I think it was. Yes. And it tasted like ground up mulch. I would have literally rather have drank mm-hmm. my own urine than to go through that. I don't think, other than we tried an instant variation of, what was that um, that healthy coffee that sponsored, that gave us some coffee, the online? Um, Purity. Purity coffee. They gave us a kind of an instant variation of their type that was really good. It was it was good. The purity coffee was actually purity really good. good. Yeah, purity coffee all the way around. Purity, pretty good. Pur- <laughs> Pure. But we have Starbucks has put their name on it. So before you try it, this is Christmas blend. So instant I don't is this their is this this a version of their holiday blend, which had no Christmas vibes, or is this going to taste this different? This is this is literally the same thing we had last week in an instant instant. Form. Form. Yep. Don't try it yet. I'm blowing it. I want you to tell me <laughs> what you think the score is going to be on this bad boy. Overall, on the instant coffee scale, or overall, and you can't take it away because I burnt your hand. Yeah, tell me about it. So, overall or instant coffee? No, this coffee. What are you going to give for this? Just this coffee? We rank it amongst of, all of them. Probably middle of the road. Really. Probably. I'm in the fours in my head. Just by smell no alone, word. I'm in the fours. I'll probably give it a... F- I don't know, though. I smell... I, I have smell high expect, But I have high expectation because it's Starbucks. 
All right, well, let's dive in. It, look how much smoke's pouring off this. I'm scared to drink it. God, it smells like it. it's burnt popcorn. It does smell like burnt popcorn. But I actually like my popcorn burnt a little bit. So. I was wrong. It tastes just like burnt popcorn. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> it tastes just like... We did exactly what it said. All it said is it's a pouch of dissolvable stuff, powder. And so we boiled some water, ran it through the coffee machine. We dumped in the pouch into eight ounces of water. Stir and enjoy. I'm drinking mine black. You're drinking yours with a little bit of sweetener. I mean, it's not bad. It is. Like, it's not as powerful as last week, obviously. No. But and it's got a really bitter taste. Yeah, it's got yours taste bitter. Instant taste to it. It might be middle of the road. I might add some sweetener. I'll see if it changes it. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I think you're gonna be. I think you're gonna be right. Fours. Yeah. I almost just shoved this spoon in there with the tissue on it. <laughs> that would have been a grave mistake. That would have been awful to drink. All right. Do you know I've learned a shirt, short sh- shortcut shortcut in how to sweeten coffee if you don't have a spoon? You put a little bit of coffee in, <clears throat> put in the sweetener, swirl it so it dissolves, and then as you're filling up the cup, continue to swirl it, and it it's as good as if you start it with a spoon. That's a free life if hack. I, I, That's a free life hack. If I'm ever at a point in my life <laughs> that I don't have any utensil at all to stir my coffee up, yes. I will remember this moment and I will okay. let you know. So here's how it started is I always go back to the Keurig machine. And I was tired of using disposable spoons and throwing them away. And I don't want to leave a spoon sitting there. So I just as the Keurig is brewing and like coming out... I put the sweetener in there, and I just swirl the cup as it fills up, and it's perfect, perfectly stirred. And you thought to yourself, I've really done something here. Life hack. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, this sweetener is a game changer. It, it so brings it up to a four. Is, whatever your experience is with sweetener, trust me, mine was worse without. So tell me this. Four three, four two. That's my number, baby. Four three. I mean, it it doesn't you you kind of get like hints of what the coffee could taste like if it wasn't instant. But then the rest of it's like hot water coffee. Like it's it doesn't have flavor. I don't know I don't know how to put it. It doesn't have a lot of flavor to it. Um, honestly, this is probably for an inch. Okay. I'll say this. The purity coffee was, it came in like, you had to do, it was like a coffee pouch, not like a tea bag, a tea bag. It was in a tea bag. So you had to kind of steep it or whatever, leave the tea bag. And this was purely, this is pour and go. This is rip it off, pour the powder in, go. What, What do you think it would taste like if we just dumped a powder in our mouth? You want to try it? 
I don't know. That's kind of weird. Oh, well, let me finish this thought. This is more of a pure instant coffee in that you just literally rip it, dump it in water, stir it, and keep trucking. Can you do instant coffee with cold water and make it like a cold brew? Did you just spill that all over yourself? I burnt myself. Good night. I poured too, I drank too heavy. Honestly, for an instant coffee, this is probably the best instant coffee I've ever had. Over the purity coffee? Over purity. Well, no, purity was good, but it was like there's more work involved. You had to steep it a little bit. Like when it comes to like just like because our first, what was that, Folgers? Was it Folgers instant we tried? Where it's literally you just take a teaspoon of it, you dump it in, you stir it, and you drink. And Maxwell House. And it was. It was Maxwell House. That's terrible. right. And it was absolutely hot trash. This is a lot better than that. I'm giving it a 4 8. So combined, 4 5 5. Instant coffee. Yes. You can make instant coffee with cold water. Okay. Well, and if the you reason freeze I, it, can we make instant ice cubes? Well, here's the thing. The only benefit to instant coffee in my mind mm-hmm. is it's quick. But if I'm doing... <laughs> I'm glad you were able to piece those two things together. <laughs> but it's not quick if you have to use hot water. That's true. That's so... If I could do that with yeah. cold water and a little sugar and it tastes good, because I feel like a cold one of these takes the bitterness off. We're go- we can't do it now, but we're I'm debating to exp- on going ahead and trying it, though. Nah, because we don't have any sugar left. <laughs> that was more. the extent of it? Yeah, that was about all the effort I had after looking. Here's my, um, but you know what would work? It would be kind of a hybrid of those. If you just turn the tap on hot and let it run for a minute. That sounds awful. Lukewarm. It wouldn't be lukewarm. That gets pretty warm. Lukewarm coffee. It gets pretty hot. That sounds terrible. I'll take cold. No. I think cold actually could be okay. You think? I think cold could be okay. I think we should pause it, make a cold, and compare it. Well, then pause it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, hold for this technical interruption all right guys we are back (laughs) (laughs) i wish we could have videoed what just happened i made a substance that looked like a dip it looked like a dip cup yeah marty (laughs) um i don't really know like i feel like there's sometimes when marty does things i'm like did you lose motor function over there like what happened Oh, it was. So we now have cold instant Starbucks yeah, coffee sweetened. Sweetened. So this is. Sweetened and we'll shaken. if this is any better. So hold on. How's it smell? Hold on. Uh-uh. <laughs> How, uh, what did you, what was the overall ranking for? Four, five, five. Okay. And so this is cold. Can I try this now? Yeah, let's do it. Hot's the way to go. I kind of like it. You like it? Better than that. No. Because in my mind, it barely has any flavor at all. It barely, I get a little bit of burnt popcorn and a little bit of sweet. It's actually not bad. It's bad. It's, it's, I like it better than the hot. It's, you know, it, it's because in my mind, if you drink a cold coffee, like you, you go to the, you go to QT. And you get a cold coffee. Yeah. 
in a bottle. Yeah. It probably <clears throat> tastes a lot like. Here's here's where I think I cannot get past. I know what this is. If I was at if I was at a concert, somebody said we're selling cold coffee at this concert. Even, Would you like? Some, I'm not even following this whole <laughs> scenario. We if I didn't know it was instant coffee that had just been dumped in a cup and shook, like I think I'm predisposed to dislike it right now. The hot coffee's growing on me though. After drinking that cold, take a sip of that hot. It gets better. Okay. I just got a little twang to it. Did it grow on you? The silence is deafening. What are you doing over there? Because in my mind, I'm like, okay. I can see where that might be a little better, but then I'm like, the efficiency of the cold over the hot, I think gets me. The efficiency. They taste the same though. One's the hot, one's cold. Efficiency there's of no, it. To me, there's no taste difference. I would still I would still do this. Really? At like a 4-3. <clears throat> yeah. But for cold coffee, it might not be that bad. I will say this. If I was going on a trip and I needed some coffee... Throw a couple packs of this in your book bag. Yeah. Have some bottles of water. Throw it in there. Shake it up. It'll do the trick and not make you gag. Yeah. Like, it drinks fine. Like, it tastes okay. Yeah. I'm here for it. Definitely right. better than Maxwell House. Now that we've drawn this coffee review out yeah. for 45 minutes. Yeah. But, I will say, something to try. We'll keep them here. If you need a little pick-me-up. Come get your instant. All right, we have okay. You you listen to spot? Is that where we did this last year? We looked at music, mm-hmm. kind of predicted top songs. Traditional, yes. Yeah, at this point, it's the annual traditional Christmas music, which everyone's talking about. Had breakfast with a buddy of mine who's in college the other day. He's like, "Oh man, Spotify Rap came out." So Spotify was the first one kind of to do this. They did right. Spotify Wrapped, mm-hmm. where October thirty first they calculate your listening for the year. Does that mean November 1st goes towards the next year, or they only do it on a 10-month? So, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. My list of songs yes. have changed as far as the order goes. Oh, since you first looked at it last week? Yeah. Really? So, I don't know if that's because I've played a so couple So, like, does more. it continue to adjust it? Does it, it continue to adjust it? I don't know. But it has changed. Okay. Well, but I, I know what I, it's all, the only thing that's changed one and two. Well, no, I actually, it hasn't, but go ahead. I don't listen to uh, to Spotify, but Apple has their versions, the Apple Replay. So I have compiled the Apple Replay for my year. Yeah, same. And you only compiled, do Apple. Oh, so you're Apple. I was thinking you're mm. Spotify. So you have the Apple Replay as well. Yeah. And so I'm going to read you. How how should we do this? Should I list you? Like, I need you to get. I want you to guess what my top listen to top, song was. Top three songs. We'll guess each other's top three songs. How am I supposed to randomly guess your top three? That's, I could say the can, same exact thing. Can I guess you. artists? You can if you want to. If I get anywhere close. Um, okay. And then we got our Spotify wrapped for the podcast. podcast. Oh yeah. And then you have a question, apparently, that mm-hmm. you'd like to pose. 
That's right. That came up. So, uh, I mean, you're more than welcome to try and Okay, guess. let's play like 21 questions. Answer this question. In yeah. your top three, are any of them Christian music? Hmm. No. Okay. In my top 100? No. Oh. No, nah, there's, right. there's, there's a couple. Top... In your top three, I'm gonna ask you three questions. In your mm. top three, are the are any of them, or how many of them are like R and B, R and B or rap, R- rap? I asked R and B, but now that you clarified, mind, I feel like I need to say. Well, R and B is different. Correct. It's like slow down. Yes, okay. I know what the difference is. I, I just making sure. I don't know. So which one? We'll go with rap. Okay. So rap? Out of the top three? Yeah. Three? All three. All right. Out of the top 100? Out of the top three, we have rap, Mm -hmm. non-Christian rap. (laughs) In the top three songs, after seeing them, do you feel like you're going to hell? Uh, No. I mean... But I have a different view of that. Of hell. <laughs> oh, so my we're good. Uh, no, nah, all right. No, I mean, would I recommend anybody on okay. here? How many I mean, of your not, top? But I can't help it. How many of your top three are Kanye? None. What? He didn't drop an album this year. <sighs> mm. I'm toast. He didn't drop an album this year. Okay, so I have to guess. I've asked three questions. Do you want to ask me three questions? Yeah. Out of your top three, mm-hmm. how many are country? Three. Yeah. Out of the top three, how many are newer artists in the past like three years? Three. Yeah. Out of the top <laughs> three, out of the top three are two, at least two of the three by the same artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I I don't know the songs. I could probably guess the artist. I'll be honest. If you get okay, so let me guess yours. I, I listen. I couldn't be more in the dark here. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar. No. Um. You get three guesses. Yeah, because okay. we don't. I mean, people don't want to listen to us for too long. No. Kendrick Lamar. Um. Little Weezy. Nope. And uh, Daft Punk. Daft Punk. <laughs> Man, if you would have guessed that, that would have been a miracle. But no. I don't have a foggiest clue. Who Who's your top three? Um. Well, my top artist for the year dominated. Absolutely okay. dominated. Taylor Swift. That was my wife's. Drake mm. had three albums come out and yes. since September of last year he's had three albums come out. So a lot of the top I would say fifty percent of my or fifty of my hundred top songs are Drake. Okay. And then two of the top three are Drake. Mm-hmm. And the other one's Jid. Who the freak is that? He dropped him out an album this year. He's a very lyrical guy. He's good. Okay. You gotta guess mine now? Tyler Childers. Eh, wrong. Dang. That was a good guess, though. 
If his his album hadn't been out that long, if his album would have been out longer, it would have because he made it to number six, and he would have easily surpassed that. Luke Combs? Nope. Man, I thought you had me. You nailed me down to. I know. I've mentioned I, it before. Well, I'm trying to think about when we talked about your your random mm-hmm. thing in here, and I can't remember who you said. I know one was from last year, but I don't think that would also be again this year. Hurricane. Zach Brown. Oh, Zach Brown. Oh yeah, yeah, because he dropped an album last year. No, but that was last year. It's a good album though. <sighs> I know I know you told me, but I don't remember the name. And it's a band, right? It's not a, like a single? No, both of them are people. Are they? No, they play with bands, but they're not a band. They're not a band. Yeah. Daft Punk. <laughs> All right. I'll say number, number one, I'll say this. My numbers are incorrect. Because of the yeah, because every time I start my car, well, you gotta throw that one out alphabetically. You gotta throw that one out. So okay. you go two, three, four. Okay, so I'm no, 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 no. He made it number three. Oh, so number so one, number, number two is and accurate. Number four. Okay, and then four and five. Number three is ain't a bad day. It's an A. So it's by Hardy. Oh, was Hardy the band? Hardy's, Hardy is a guy. His name is Hardy. yeah. But is that one? It of your- is a band. Is that one of your top three? He's number one. Yeah, that's who it was. It was Hardy. It's unapologetically Dang. country. Yeah. Unapologetically country got the most plays. Number two, Sand in My Boots by Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen was the other See, one. See, here's yeah. the thing. I'm not even a Morgan Wallen fan. Like, I don't... But like, you... He's had a lot of controversy. songs that... But Sand in My Boots is a great song. Because I remember we looked up concerts for him. No, that was not Morgan Wallen. Yeah, Hardy and Morgan Wallen. Was it? All right. Anyway, Hardy number one, number two, and so the number four is actually it's a worship song. I believe by Bethel Music. First of all, don't try to throw in a worship song. Don't try to throw in. I didn't. Apple Replay did, but can I tell you what my number five is? Because it's a it's a twenty year throwback. Twenty years. Adele. No, you know it because I sing it all the time. Then Kayla starts singing it. Oh yeah. You know what it is. What's the name of it? If you something something something, what would you do? Yeah, city high. Yeah. What would you do if your son was at home crying alone on the bedroom floor because yeah. he's hungry? Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, yeah, that was number five because I got like hooked on it this year and played it eight million times. Uh, well, actually, specifically, I played it twenty-seven times. <laughs> yeah. So, how many times did you play your number one song? If you, it tells me. I played Unapologetically Country 40 times. Oh, the top song? Yeah. 129. 129. See, I don't listen to me. I don't listen that much. I usually listen to music when I'm mowing grass. If I'm driving, I typically listen to podcasts. 129 times, and it's not an album that has been dropped within the past, like, eight years. You know what my number 10 song was? Pearl Jam's Yellow Leadbetter. Pearl Jam. Yeah. But here's the thing. Who who is your top streamed artist? For the year? For the year. Drake. But I'll say this. I recently started listening to Noah Kahan. He dropped an album about a month ago. Mm-hmm. 
He was my third listen to album for the year. And it's only been out a month. And it's only been out a month. And he was my third artist mm-hmm. overall. So if you would have gave him more time. He'd have made it to the top. He, he probably would have Here's made it my the top. problem is I get hooked on a song. Like Unapologetically Country by Hardy is a really catchy song. And so when I first heard it, I listened to it like a hundred times in a row. And so it artificially moves it up. Because my number one most streamed artist of the year is Need to Breathe. And I love Need to Breathe. They're my favorite band. But I don't listen to one of their songs. I just listen to albums. And so they don't make it very high on the list because they are definitely the most streamed band. That said, Tyler Childers is my number three. But again, I don't listen to one. On his new album, I didn't listen to one of his songs. I listened to the whole album multiple times. And so I feel like that's a bit deceptive. Like, I'm not a big Morgan Wallen fan. I just really like Sand in My Boots for like a month. And listen to it like 30 times. Yeah. Uh, we the Kingdom's really high. I like We the Kingdom. That's pretty accurate. I like We the Kingdom. <clears throat> and there are some other people on there that like I don't really listen to that much. And somehow they made the cut. I don't know how. I would say most of mine's pretty, pretty spot on. So I was talking to, I actually had a patient a couple months ago. Who he is? Uh, he works in youth ministry, like middle school ministry, something like that. And he was applying at several churches. Have you ever heard of this? As part of the application process, and in the interview, they asked him to pull up his Spotify and to um, let them see his top listen tos. I would not get the job. <laughs> There would be there would be absolutely no shot I would land. Yeah. See that to me is a little much, but I could be completely biased. Because your song list sucks. Because my song list would not be catering to what they would probably feel mm-hmm. like is necessary. Uh so was he okay or did they Yeah, like- he's solid, he's good. He doesn't put filth in his ears like you do, Joshua. Look. I can't help it. You know what my mom used to tell me? What goes in comes out. That's what she used to tell me. Yeah, like this instant coffee. That's correct. Um, I mean, that's not entirely true, but I can see how it could be influential. Not entirely. I don't sit. You ever hear me say anything that would probably be on a rap song? Yeah. No. You want, would you like me to bring up a text from yesterday that could possibly, that could possibly pop up? Every time you let P.O.P. hold it down. That's not a rap song. That's a YouTube video. It could be a rap song. It's a YouTube video. Oh, my goodness. Look, you just got to know what, you know, got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, you know? Speaking in your language. No, and hold up. All right. I'm pretty sure that's not how it goes. What? Mm. Do Pete? Do you think people want to see or hear about our uh, podcast? Spotify podcast wrapped? Depends. Is it going to help us or is it going to hurt us? It's gonna, it makes number us one. Think- number two. I haven't seen it because you told me not to look at it, and then you looked at it. <laughs> Here's the issue: is number one, I forgot that I told you not to look at it. Yeah. Number two, it plays like a video. And so it t- literally takes five minutes, and I didn't feel like on the podcast we wanted to sit here for five minutes in awkward silence while it played. And so what I did is every interesting statistic that popped up, I screenshotted it, so I have it readily here in front of me. Do you want me to read you? Do you want me to give you the pod- Spotify podcast wrapped 
Tattoos and Jesus edition. If you would, if you feel like it would not be like lose listeners, no. go for it. I did. I will say when it first popped up, there's 2,406 minutes of new content that were created. Those credits. Don't this read. Year. It. Let me read these to you. Oh, Don't cheat. Oh, so now you can do it. Okay, that's let correct. Your podcast was in the top 20% most shared globally. Listeners, top 20 most shared globally? So here's the thing. Is I think that's a Romania? deceptive statistic because I think that in the podcast world right now, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of garbage. And by garbage, I don't mean bad podcasts, but like outliers that artificially, like the amount of podcasts that are like going strong and consistently are performing is pretty low. So well, yeah, being I in the, say and whereas there's probably tons out there that, that are part of the statistics, but people did like two episodes and quit doing it, or they're just like hit or miss. And so they don't actually gain traction. And so they make up the bottom 50%. Top 20 is not bad though. No, I'll take I'll it. Take I'll top take 20. that as a win. Top 20 shared globally. All right. You're also in the top 20% most followed podcasts. Hey, look at that. And I think that's based on how many people listen to us Each week. and then subscribed. So they yeah. follow the podcast. They didn't just randomly listen and moved on. They actually became followers. We do have some faithful listeners. So extremely shout faithful. Out. Extremely shout faithful. Out. Josh Hyatt, I've given you a shout out. I know you're listening right now. He's listening right. to every episode. Who? A friend, Josh Hyatt. Okay. I usually call. So... Our podcast saw a lot of gains this year. Year number two, which is really not true. We only recorded starting, what, last spring or something? Yeah. And so we've done a complete year this time. We had done a partial year last year. Yeah, because episode 80 was last week. Nonetheless, we have had 89% increase in hours. And I don't know if that's hours of content. Probably. Or hours. So we've had 59% increase in streams. 55% increase in followers. So we doubled. Doubled. No. 100% would be doubled. Doubled. We quartered. We quartered. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's not bad, though, for one year. You're a top 10 podcast for 82 of your fans. You're a top five podcast for 62 of your fans, and you're the number one podcast for 25 of your fans. You know who's not in the top 25? Me and you. Jimmy McFarlane. Oh. Because we're number two on Jimmy. Jimmy Jimmy screenshotted us where he had gotten his composition of podcast, and we are number two to Door Bumper Clear. And I could not be more proud because number three is the Dale Jr. download. That means Jimmy listened to us more than he listened to Dale Jr. Shout out to Jimmy. Shout out Dale Jr. I mean, shout out Jimmy. <laughs> shout out Dale Jr. since he had listened. Let me tell you something. Jimmy's been loyal. He's the he's there. For, I appreciate him. All right. Since the Next. Is not getting any better. That's bad. Uh, what's this? Oh, that's just it. That's it. Okay. Something something magical happened between May 22nd and May 28th. 
and we had an 88% increase in listeners. Was that episode 50? Probably episode 50. I think it was episode 50. Like That was a huge moment for us. Mm-hmm. All episode right. 100's coming up, though. It is. We ain't far from it. I mean, we're, eight, we're 20 weeks away, so... We we're there. All right. We were listened to in nine countries this year, but our top five were the United States, Romania, South Africa, Canada, and the Netherlands. Romania, shout out. Shout out, Casey. I hope you're still listening. I hope you didn't just use us to leverage the ability to be on the podcast. But if you did, we're okay with it. But if you did, you contributed to the stats. Romania was the number two most streamed country. But here's my thing. Shout out South Africa. Canada. Our friends to the north. (laughs) The Netherlands. Okay. I mean, we're gaining some traction. We there. Here's the one that got me. Last stat. Mm. Who, which episode this year gained the most streams compared to an average episode? This episode is not episode 50. I'll go ahead and tell you that. And so it had 130% more streams than our average episode. Ooh. I don't think you're going to get it because it shocked me. So can I can I go back and, and scroll? You can glance. Give it a little peekaboo. Man. Because I was going through to see what potentially could have been mm-hmm. the, uh, the top episode this year, in my opinion, in your opinion. Okay. What you guessing? cannibalism is it the cannibalism one it was not is it the one we did with brandon brandon morris taking out the trash with brandon morris yeah i saw where brandon was popping off at early on when we did it but i hadn't checked since then Mm -hmm. mm-hmm taking out the trash with brandon morris i never in my wildest dreams would have thought that brandon would have had such an impact on our growth this year yeah you gotta let him know but thank you we sh- you know what I'll we should do? Li- I'll kiss his little bald head. We should just bring on our top person at the end of each year. Just bring on Brandon next week. Say, Brandon. Let's do it. All right. So what do you we feel We should like- give him an award. Can we give him an award? Yeah, let's do it. Bag of coffee. Coffee was this year. All right. So here's- Right? All right. So I want to save. I want to save this for next week. But I want to I want to talk about like some of our favorite moments of the year. Oh, next so this week. is all next week. So next week, so we don't gonna, talk about this right we're now. We're gonna wrap up favorite moments of the year okay. next week. Okay. Um, we we can we'll we'll wrap that up to kind of end the year. But those stats look good. I'm happy with it. Um, what I mean, what are your thoughts? I've had time to digest that. Because I screenshotted it last week. We're supposed to be talking about it next week. (laughs) I don't want to go through and dissect it if we're going to talk about it. If we want to go ahead and just talk about it, let's just talk about it. All right. Talk about it. Give me something. What what are your thoughts on those stats? What was your favorite episode this year? So here's here's the thing. Okay. We did a lot this year. We did. So here's, here's, here's here's my overall. I was thinking about this the other day. This year... Alone, shout out to our listeners, shout out to our followers. Mm-hmm. We grew, we didn't decline, 
We've done 80 straight episodes and have never dropped listeners. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. We created a coffee called Brewberry. Mm -hmm. We had on-site interviews at the at the coffee little river stomping grounds jimmy came back home we had brandon we had dylan we had two we had three co-hosts this year that were not a part of me or you Mm -hmm. you had camden you had dylan and you had jimmy Mm -hmm. all have been Mm co-hosts we had a full year and that doesn't even include interviews doesn't even include interviews full year week to week Grinding it out, still dropping, still increasing, mm-hmm. still listening. But what surprised me the most when I went back and looked, we really, we, we got better because we didn't have a lot of interviews. Yeah. Like there's, uh, there's a handful yeah, but overall, and our, honestly, our, interviews, our content was just smooth. and interviews are often one of my favorites. They're just harder to organize. Yeah, they're harder to make happen, so we don't do them as much. No, I agree. And we had our first fan, first fan interview. That's right, Casey Amaro, international fan interview. Absolutely, that was that was super cool. Like that was that was a highlight for me. My favorite interview of the year was probably episode fifty with Philip. Yeah, it was a just hearing his story was so cool. Um, but interviewing Casey, hearing how she like stayed in some like ghost infested castle in England, yeah, that was fun. Completely nuts. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Our also our interview with um, the um, the manager from Stomping Grounds Coffee, Mary. Super cool. She was very honest. She was very transparent about her life and allowed us to to kind of talk with her. Matthew Weaver. Weaver. M. Weave. Shout out. That was a good one. Tyranny. Tyranny. Not so good because she won't come back. She won't come back. Um, it is our, it's our mission the next year to bring somebody from this agency on. The, whether it's Bill, Kayla, Priscilla. Somebody's Kayla won't do this. it. Kayla will sit here. And won't talk. We got to get somebody on here. Bill, Bill said he was open to it. Bill Willard? He said he was open to it. Here's honestly, our first episode of the year was Cannibalism. One of my favorite episodes of the year. Hands down. One of my favorites. Hands down. Absolutely hilarious. Hands down. Because I've heard a lot of people talk about it. Yeah. It's been a good conversation starter. I thought, <clears throat> let me see here. Oh, Tyler Gibbs from Little River was on. Mm-hmm. That was a fact, fun filled episode. Wow, look at that <laughs> alliteration! Dang, uh, would you kill Baby Hitler? Team Doors, Team Wheels. That Life's was question. That was good. Um, would you kill Baby Hitler? Was good. The Wheels versus Doors was that's sketchy. It's still out there. Uh, Dylan Jolly was both an interview and a co-host. Yes. I rank him at the bottom of both. I really think he was just substandard. Substandard. (laughs) Him and his ranch dress. No, I'm just kidding. Look, Uh, it was a fun time. No, Dylan was clutch because he really gave us insight in how to upgrade our audio game. Yeah. We upgraded audio this year like nobody's business. So if it sounds bad, that's because user error. We don't know how to adjust it correctly, but we've got quality stuff now. Yeah. Anyway. 
we could keep ranting, but I know people probably don't. Oh, this would definitely. This is a podcast for us. It's for us. That's because correct. Because the, the, our listeners probably so, don't care. Next week is our final episode of the year, Christmas episode. It's not going to be more just ranting about us. We're gonna we're gonna have some content to give to you. But as we wrap up today, yeah. What's what's this? Yesterday, question? yesterday we were having Mexican Monday. You weren't there. Nope. Because this weekend you went down to what was it Hilton Head. Because you're playing in a, a, a tennis you, This is the third time you've changed my location. So Priscilla was like, hey, I heard you was in Charleston this weekend. And I was like, no. Nope. I was in Aiken. Aiken? Aiken. That's kind of like Hilton Head. But I stayed in Augusta, Georgia. Mm. So, uh, but okay. Aiken's actually a cool little town. I'm not okay. going to lie. It was a nice little town. How we'll did, so you there. played three matches. In 24 playing hours. Playing for a state championship. I did. And uh, how well, how'd you finish? Yeah, Buzz saw the first match. This guy didn't miss any. I lost six oh six oh. Guy was just killing it. Which their team ended up winning. They didn't. They went undefeated. They didn't lose a match. Okay, they were good. Um, second match. Second match. I did a little bit better. Uh, lost six four six two. Okay. Um, to this young, just young, young, young up and coming fellow, young cat. Um, and then my last match was my best. It wasn't my best score. It was my best match. 6-3-6-3 to a two-seed, or 6-3-6-2 to a two-seed guy who was at, who was the former number one seed at his club. And he came up and he talked to me afterwards. And he said, that was the hardest match I've played in years because he's not used to my style. Because Your my style. style is I slice, drop, and I have a hard serve because I haven't got my forehand consistent enough. So it's not that I choose this style because it's my best. It's because Charles, I don't have another option. The style chose right. you. <laughs> um, until I can get my forehand more consistent. Gotcha. But he you was a guy creative. that wants to go back and forth. Like He wants to rally boom, power boom, shot, power boom, shot, power boom, shot, boom, shot boom. where I'm gotcha. slicing it over the net, drop yeah. shotting it. So he had to adjust his game. How tired were you? I wasn't. It was not bad. That's what I love about tennis is like spurts. Everything mm-hmm. spurts. But one of my – teammates said this is the first time he watched me play and he said it was so funny to watch me play because the the young guy the young cat i played that night was running all over the court but he said you would take two steps and just hit it somewhere but i never ran like unless like i could get a ball i can like shoot over and get it but I don't move a lot. Energy conservation. A hundred percent. Like stand in the middle. Two stops or two steps hit. Two steps hit. I can place it well to where they're running around. But did Sarah go down? Yeah, she watched you. She did. Was she impressed? She was. She's. She was actually. Um. She's watched me in the tournament in Spartanburg, but she watched me. And she said she was encouraged. She thought about getting lessons afterwards because she said it was really? fun. It's a, it's a very like, I mean, there was probably, there's probably close to 100 players there. Okay. Um, There was probably close to 40 that was in our tournament, 60 in another one, but all happening at the same center That's cool. for the state. So, um, all right. So, as a result of you being in this tournament, you were off work on Monday. Yeah. And so, moral of the story is we had Mexican Monday. Every Monday we go get Mexican, right? Yeah. It's always right. me and Josh plus a variety of other people from the agency. Right. Run up here to our friends. They're like family now. El Conquistador. There's Conquistador. Conquistador. <laughs> there's one actually over there where near where Priscilla. That's not our family. 
Uh, but it's the same one. Anyway, go ahead. So I found that out last night. We go up there, and so we're sitting around having lunch. You're not there. And a question gets thrown out. And I was like, that's interesting. I'm going to ask this on the podcast to Josh. Oh, God. Are islands floating? Do islands float, or are they attached to the bottom of the ocean? That's not a real question, right? It is a real question. Because Priscilla goes, I mean, islands are, she's, somehow she makes a statement about islands. And I said, Priscilla, islands are floating patches of earth. Like, in theory, you could swim under them. And so she's like, no, there's absolutely no way. Like, that makes no sense. They wouldn't stay in one place. They would float. And Bill goes, no, they, I mean, there's just, because they're so massive that they like kind of stay in one place, but they're a floating object. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what Kayla said, but Priscilla's like, there's absolutely no way. And so we ended up Googling. We spent 10 minutes Googling, like, what is an island? Because, oh, Bill goes, at first he was like, no, they're floating. But then he thought, he goes, I thought they were just the top of mountains. So I was like, so you're telling me if I go to an island, what I'm really doing is I'm just going to the the top of a mountain. What is this? The- so why would I ever climb a mountain in the future? I'm just going to go to islands and start making like bumper stickers. What is, is I made it Atlantis, to the summit of. <laughs> isn't Atlantis the underwater city? Yeah. So do you know like. I was 100% floating. Floating? Yeah, I'm 100% floating. Like I, I would like. It. it I can see where some may be attached. I'm not saying every single island is a floating, but like, what about the islands that are all the way out? What are they attached to? Yeah, because I, I thought the ocean was like miles deep. I was yeah. like, so you're telling me like there's this, this one, one square yeah, mile that's, just that's all eight miles the way. high? Yeah. I can't. Here's the. So you're saying floating. I'm saying floating, yeah. I'm, but it doesn't have to be like surface level floating. Like it can have some density to mm-hmm. it, but it's not attached, right? Like right. an iceberg, right? It's bigger under the water, but it's still just there. Google gave Google gave inaccurate answers. So Priscilla Googles it, thinking I'm a lunatic, and her results come up with islands are floating, whatever, right? Well, then I Google it, and it says what Bill's answer was. It said that islands were the tops of mountains that were exposed above the water. And that, like, when a hurricane or something, like, washes an island away, all it really does is take the top off so that the island is just submerged at that point, and it's just underwater. Oh, wow, yeah. No, they do not flow. Islands are tops of mountains, underwater mountains. The base is at the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. But then you go down, yeah. Like then you go down. It says, "Yes, the land really does go all the way down." Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but then I saw other pictures where there were floating objects, like they were not, like there was underneath. Like in theory, you could float, like swim under the island. Like how so you're crazy telling me Hawaii is the top of a mountain. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, it would be created. It would have been created by volcanic oh, eruptions oh, 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 over oh. time. Wait, I got a question. Is this because of Noah's flood? 
I'm, that's where I have you ever thought about this? Who who brought the question up? Priscilla. Like I thought islands were just floating, but then she makes sense. Like in theory, if it's just floating, like over time it would move. It's like I'm on the Fiji Islands. Where are you this year? Well, I'm near the Philippines. I mean, in theory, over time it would move, right? It's got to be anchored to something. It's got to be tethered down. Islands are one of the many natural phenomenons that exist on Earth. So I ask you the question to say, I don't think we have an answer. I don't, I don't, because there's some islands that are floating masses. That is true. But like, like if you say Haiti, the Hawaiian Islands, the Philippines, Nassau, the Bahamas. There are man-made. We're not talking about man-made. Floating islands that were once a piece of a bigger island mass. But some floating islands are results of pieces of land breaking off from larger sources of land. Uh, blah, blah, blah. But they're not floating. I think it's an and or situation. Or and, and or. Both, and b- whatever. Both and. Both what, what and. Do you say? Both, both and. and. That's my favorite phrase. Both and. <sighs> islands are floating. Yeah. So here's here's the moral of the story. This is where I thought this really brings us full circle. Oh, does it? This is what we've learned Spotify this year. Land. This year, we're going to wrap up with this. We don't know if islands are floating or if they're actually mountaintops and clouds aren't real. Or clouds are a lie. What Dylan said? Clouds say? are a lie. Clouds are a lie. Clouds are a lie. Because um, they weigh like hundreds of thousands of pounds and they float over the earth. And they're hot. And they're hot. So... Mm. Anyway, all right, that's a wrap for today. Man. I hope y'all enjoy us doing a little self-indulgent reflection here, and then be in tune for next week, the Christmas finale with our favorite from last year, Brandon Morris. Christmas coffee. Oh, that too. <laughs> but more than welcome to have Brandon back home. So, all right, until next time, until next week when we wrap up, guys, y'all have a wonderful start to the Christmas season and we talk to y'all next week. Holla. Oh. Y'all behave yourself. Thanks for joining us on another episode of TNJ. Don't forget to check out the links to any of our guests in the show description. And check out tattoosandjesus.org for additional show information or to submit your questions, comments, or curse words.